What if that nagging feeling in the back of your neck was real? What if those hands reaching out from the dark that you believed were there, were there? What if the monster in the basement really existed? And what if there was really something under the bed? Would you have the courage to face your fears? Hello, Brave Souls. I'm your host, Paul Rondeau, and tonight we're doing something a little different. We're gonna... I, I found this article on... Uh, by Insider. It's its about urban legends, and I don't know about you, but I love urban legends. Like, I, I used to love them as a kid. They used to freak me out really, really bad, and uh, now they just fascinate the hell out of me. So I've got, apparently, the creepiest urban legend... Er, sorry, the creepiest urban legends from every state. So the first state we're heading to is Alabama. And the place we're talking about is the Hell's Gate Bridge. So the generally accepted story of Hell's Gate Bridge starts in the 1950s. A young couple driving on the bridge somehow drove their car off the bridge one night and they both drowned. There are two legends associated with Hell's Gate Bridge. One, that if you drive your car out to the middle of the bridge and turn off the lights, the couple will magically appear in your car and leave a wet spot in the seat. The other, which is how the bridge got its name, is the belief that if you drive over the bridge and look over your shoulder, halfway through, the scenery behind you turns into a portal to hell engulfed in flames. Potentially to curve ghost hunters and bored teenagers, Hell's Gate Bridge is closed to cars, and it is in such disrepair that walking across is strongly discouraged. So I think I actually checked this one out when, I think it was the, the Ghost Adventures team went and checked it out. It's actually pretty cool. Um, it looks like any old bridge, but yeah, it's got a cool story attached to it, I guess. Alright, the next state we're heading to is Alaska. We're talking about the Kushtaka of the Alaskan Triangle. So everyone knows the story of the Bermuda Triangle. Well, at least I hope you do. But you might not know about the Alaskan Triangle. On average, five out of every 1,000 people go missing in Alaska. According to the LA Times, so even if there's nothing supernatural going on, it's easy to get lost in the Alaskan wilderness. The, Tling the Tlingit tribe, who lived in Juneau, had their own explanation for the high number of missing people. I apologize in advance if I screwed up that name, by the way. Evil spirits called the Kushtaka... The Kushtaka are shapeshifters, half man, half otter, who lure women and children to the water with fake cries in order to steal their human spirits and drown them. Jesus Christ. The Kushtaka. I've never heard of the Kushtaka. Interesting. I've never heard of anything other than... Yeah, I've never heard of a half man, half otter. I don't know what that would look like. Is it half otter on the top, half otter on the bottom? The next state we're heading over to is Arizona and it's the ghost of Slaughterhouse Canyon. So the story of Slaughterhouse Canyon, also called the less frightening Luana's Canyon, takes place during the gold rush. During the 1800s, there was a family who lived down in the canyon. They were very poor, so the father would venture out into the canyon for food for his family. As you might have guessed, one day the father did not return. So his family slowly starved and descended into madness. The mother, unable to bear listening to her children's cries anymore, put on her wedding dress, 
murdered her children, and then threw them into a nearby river. The next day, she succumbed to starvation herself. <clears throat> the legend states that if you go down to Slaughterhouse Canyon at night, even now, you will hear the loud, anguished cries of the mother who lost her mind. Ugh. The idea of having any of your children suffer is so bad. That, that, that story hits me pretty good. So our next state is Arkansas, and it's the Boggy Creek Monster. So the Boggy Creek Monster of Folk, I think that's how you say it, F-O-U-K-E. You can correct me if you want. Uh, in Arkansas, uh, is ver is, it's Arkansas's version of Sasquatch. He's commonly accepted to be around seven or eight feet tall and covered in hair. Legend says that he roams the creeks of rural Arkansas. He was first spotted in 1834 when people reported seeing a wild man. People still claim to spot the Boggy Creek Monster today, and he has been the subject of five feature-length films, including 1972's The Legend of Boggy Creek. Hmm. Another, like, weird Sasquatch thing. So let's head on over to California for the Char Man. The Char Man's origin story is gruesome. A father and son were both caught in a house fire and horribly burnt in 1948. After the fire, the son became so mentally unstable that he killed his father. When the police found the son, he was so unrecognizably burned they didn't realize he was alive. So he ran away before they were able to arrest him for the murder of his father. The story goes that, ever since then, the char man can be spotted wandering the woods surrounding OJ, OJAI, occasionally approaching tents of innocent campers or pretending to be a hitchhiker and then attempting to attack them. If he's badly burned, I don't know if anyone's stopping to talk to this guy. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So he's going into random campsites and, and attacking people? Seems like a weird one. I don't know if that's really an urban legend. I, I guess it is. So the next place we're going over to is Colorado. And it's the many legends of Riverdale Road. So Riverdale Road is not, it's the site of not one, but eight creepy stories. Ranging from a hellgate to ghosts of slaves hanging from the trees. The stretch of road is decidedly spooky. The creepiest story, though, is that of a phantom jogger. One day, there was a driver who hit a jogger, freaked out, and left him for dead. Now it's said that if you park at the site of your crash, you'll hear disembodied footsteps getting closer and closer to your car. People have reported handprints on their windows and banging noises if someone was kicking the outside. Next up is Connecticut with Hannah Crana. Known as the Wicked Witch of Monroe, Hannah Crana gained a reputation as a witch in the 19th century when her husband died by mysteriously falling off a cliff. And locals reportedly believed that she was bewitched or that she had bewitched him. People also believed that she would cast spells on people she didn't like. Hannah lived to the age of 77, but right before she died, she asked to be carried down to the cemetery in her coffin by foot, not wagon. After her death, the people of Monroe tried to wheel her coffin down the hill, but were unable to. The coffin, the coffin kept falling off, so they were forced to carry it. When the townspeople returned to her home, it was found to be engulfed in flames, sealing Hannah's reputation of witchcraft. Now you can visit her real grave in Trumbull. Delaware, the ghost of Mr. Chew. 
While not particularly a mean-spirited ghost, Samuel Chu's story is still disconcerting. Chu was the Chief Justice of the Delaware Supreme Court in 1741. As the story goes, while he was alive, he didn't always get the respect he deserved. People frequently made fun of his name by mimicking sneezes while he walked by. After his death, people reported seeing his ghost sitting under a popular tree, wandering the courthouse, and generally creeping out the residents of Dover. Chu would also pull on men's coattails and give women a cold, icy feeling. Florida, the gravity-defying spook hill. The phenomenon that, appear, that happens at Spook Hill is real. Cars that are parked in neutral will appear to roll uphill. Legends say the hill is either the site of a Native American burial ground or an epic battle of a Native American chief against a crocodile. But the truth is actually just an illusion created by the hill's surroundings. While cars appear to be rolling uphill, they are still just rolling downhill. Georgia, the ghost town of Lake Lanier. At the bottom of Lake Lanier lies almost a fully intact towns, ferries, and a racetrack in multiple cemeteries. The Georgia government, in its determination to create Lake Lanier, bought up entire towns in order to clear the space for the lake after they received congressional approval in 1946. However, they just decided to let the water cover up the towns rather than demolishing them. Now, Lake Lanier has a decidedly eerie feel about it. There have been an unusual number of freak accidents and deaths on the lake in 2011. There were 17 deaths alone. Many of the people who drowned have been recovered. People have reported feeling arms and legs in the water, but have not been able to find them right after, leading people to believe that spirits still roam the lake. That seems like a, like a super health problem, or like a really dangerous thing to do, to just fill in that with water and not remove all the stuff underneath. At some point, you'd think those houses would just, parts of the houses would start to raise up. You'd have issues every year cleaning that thing up. Hawaii, night marches. Night marches, according to Hawaiian lore, are not evil spirits, but they do demand respect. They are spirits of ancient Hawaiian warriors who march around the islands to protect sacred areas. Legend says that if you look directly at a night marcher, you will be marked for death. And if by some chance you find yourself in the middle of a procession, you are supposed to lie down in the middle of the road. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Idaho. The Water Babies of Massacre Rocks. Water babies are a Native American legend that are found in a couple different places in America, but most famously in Pocatello at the Massacre Rocks State Park. The Shoshone tribe was first recorded in 1805 and were roaming the Great Plains as early as the 1500s, so it's not clear when exactly this legend orient, uh, originated. But the story goes that the Shoshone experienced an extreme famine, and mothers were forced to drown their babies in the river rather than watch their children starve. Some people claim that if you sit quietly at the river by massacre rocks, you'll hear the sound of babies crying. Other stories say that these babies grew gills and fins and survived and now they seek revenge on their mothers by luring unsuspecting victims to their deaths in the river. Again, another one with kids, man. Those ones mess me up. Illinois, Homie the Clown. Throughout the suburbs of Chicago in the 90s, there was a rumor going around, the el around elementary schools there was a creepy man dressed up as Homie the Clown. Yes, the in-living color character. 
driving around in a white van trying to lure kids into uh, in with candy and money. In some variations, he was a kidnapper. In others, he was a rapist. But in all variations, Homie left a mark on young Chicago kids in the 90s. Ugh. Ugh, okay. Indiana, the Hundred Step Cemetery. The Hundred Step Cemetery is located in the town of Brazil, through the official address is actually disputed. While it's not clear when the stories about the cemetery be, uh, being haunted began, there are gravestones that date back to the 1860s. The legend states that if someone finds themselves in the cemetery at night, they must climb the steps and count to 100. At this point, a ghost of an undertaker will appear and show the person a vision of their death. On the way back down, the visitor is supposed to count the steps again. If they count the same amount of steps, the vision was false. People who visited the cemetery in the past have tried to outsmart the supernatural forces in 100 steps by avoiding the steps altogether. They've reported being knocked or shoved to the ground by an unforeseen force. I actually, I read a, I listened to a creepypasta that was about this kind of thing. But it, it, it was like you got to make a deal with somebody at the end. And then if you looked back, it, it was it was a weird story. It was good, but it was weird. I, I'm having a hard time remembering how it went. <laughs> it, it didn't end well, I remember that. Iowa, the Black Angel. The Black Angel stands over eight feet tall in Oakland City, or Oakland Cemetery in Iowa City. And she's a and she is black due to oxidation. Most likely because of her dark appearance, multiple legends have cropped up around her. One legend says that a pregnant woman should never walk under or she'll lose a child. Others say that if you touch or kiss the statue, you'll be dead within six months. Whether haunted, cursed, or completely harmless, the statue is definitely a somber sight to see. Yeah, it's pretty creepy looking. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't think I'd mess with that. But I, I also don't think I would give it a second thought either at a cemetery. Just, I mean, I don't know. Kansas, the Devil's Chair. The legend of the Devil's Chair goes like this. An old farmer in Alma refused to sell his land to the city in order to build a new cemetery. Someone got a little too tired of waiting for him to sell, so he was pushed into this uh, his own well. Eventually, someone said there was a terrible smell coming from the well so the city sent someone to investigate. It was ruled that the well was empty, and it was boarded up. Now if you, wake, now if you make your way to Alma, you can actually sit on the boarded up well, but legend says that people who have sat on the well have been known to mysteriously disappear. Yeah, I don't think I'd sit on the well of a, of a, of a spot where someone was possibly thrown into that goddamn thing. No way. I'm not a huge believer in ghosts, but I also don't fuck with the idea of ghosts. So, Kentucky... The Goat Man of Pope Lick. There's no consensus on how the Goat Man came to be. Some say he was a circus performer. Others say he was a farmer who tortured his goats to for Satan. Jesus. And in return was transformed into a hideous goat monster. However, everyone does agree on his appearance. Dark fur, pale skin, goat legs, and horns. The monster is said to hide under the bridge at Pope Lick Creek in Louis, uh, Louisville to lure people on the train tracks, only to see them be hit by oncoming trains. Sadly, this urban legend has some dangerous consequences. In 2016, an Ohio woman fell to her death from the bridge while looking for the goat man. Yeah, be careful when if you go looking for stuff like this. Louisiana, the Grunch. Grunch Road is an old dirt road that leads deep into the woods 
and eventually to a dead end. It was a favorite place for teenagers to go and do whatever teenagers do until they learned about the Grunch. The Grunch are rumored to be a group of deformed half-human, half-monsters that resulted from years of isolation in the Louisiana bayous. Or bayou, sorry. In the present day, it's said that if you find yourself on Grunch Road, don't get out of your car if you see a goat who looks injured. The stories say that the Grunch use goats to lure people out of their cars so they can eat them and drain their blood. The hell? What are the Grunch like? Bayou freaking vampires? <laughs> All right, next we move to more of my neck of the woods. So we're going up to Maine with the mysterious stain on Colonel Jonathan Buck's tomb. The tomb of Colonel Jonathan Buck in Buck's, Bucksport bears a mysterious leg-shaped stain. The story goes that Buck sentenced a woman to burn for witchcraft, and while she was burning, her leg rolled out of the fire. It's also been said that the witch cursed Buck's tomb to always bear a stain for injustice. It is said that people have tried to get rid of the stain twice, but the stain keeps reappearing. Look that, reappearing. Ooh, spooky. Sorry. <laughs> it just seemed like a... Yeah, it's it kind of a weird urban legend. I'm used to, like, the ones in Massachusetts where it's, like, super messed up. I'm hoping once we get to Massachusetts that it isn't, like, a really lame one, but... <laughs> we're getting close, so we're moving over to Maryland next. The Chessie the Chesapeake Bay Monster. Chessie sightings have been around since the 1930s, but really started to pick up steam in the 80s, when photographic evidence became more readily available. Chessie is said to resemble a snake, measure around 30 feet long, as the approximate thickness of a telephone pole. There haven't been any recorded attacks from Chessie, but a 30-foot snake, or a 30-foot long snake does not sound like something most people would run, want to run into. Yeah, I don't fuck with snakes. We're just going to put it that way. All right, finally, we made it to Massachusetts with the Spirits of the Hoosac Tunnel. In the 24-year-long construction of the Hoosac Tunnel, I think that's how you say it, in western Massachusetts, approximately 200 men died. Death was so associated with the tunnel that it was actually named the Bloody Pit. After a particularly gruesome explosion in either 1867 or 1868, 13 miners were trapped inside the tunnel. The other workers assumed the miners had died, but eventually it was discovered the miners had lived, built a raft to combat flooding, and eventually died due to poisonous gas inhalation. It's said that there are 13 miners haunted the tunnel. It is said that these 13 miners haunted the tunnel for years, moaning and briefly appearing as ghosts. Thank you. Thank you for having an actual thing, not like a weird snake or something else. I don't know. Give me some ghosts, some spooky shit. <laughs> Not like something I have to worry about when I'm walking around town. All right, the next one we're going to is Michigan and the little girl on Knock Knock Road. The legend of Knock Knock Road says that there was a little girl who was murdered on Knock Knock Road in the Detroit area, and now she appears to drivers as their car, at their car window, knocking, trying to find the person who killed her. Jesus Christ. That one's just messed up. Again, little kid ones. Uh, this shit messes me up. All right, let's head over to Minnesota for the Kensington Runestone. In 1898, a Swedish-American farmer found a gigantic slab of rock on his farm that had symbols that appeared to be Norse. And since then, no one has figured out where it came from. 
While official historians have debunked that the Vikings made an appearance in North America before Columbus did, the myth has uh, persisted, and if it wasn't the Vikings, who did leave this mysterious rock, and what does it say? Next, let's head over to Mississippi, Deer Island's Haunted Treasure. The ghost of Deer Island originates from an old pirate story. The story says that back in the 1920s, two men were fishing on Deer Island when they heard rustling in the bushes, a noise they assumed was caused by wild hogs. Eventually, they decided to check it out and encountered a headless skeleton. They ran back to their boat, and the skeleton followed them all the way there. According to the pirate story, there was a ship that sailed into Biloxi Bay and buried their treasure on Deer Island. The crew decided to behead one of their own and left his body behind to guard their treasure. That was a good one. I thought that was cool. Missouri. Momo the Missouri Monster. Momo is Missouri's version of Bigfoot slash Sasquatch. He's been said to have terrible body odor, a pumpkin-shaped head, and an appetite for dogs. Well, not the dogs. Not the good boys. In 1968, Momo reportedly tried to abduct a four-year-old boy, though no evidence was ever found. Ugh. So he eats dogs, tries to steal kids. Dude, Momo sucks. This version of Momo sucks, and that weird internet personality person who was, who was doing, like, weird, creepy kid shit. That person sucks. Montana. The story of Sacrifice Cliff. The story of Sacrifice Cliff comes from an old Native American legend. Two members of the Crow tribe arrived in their village from a trip to find almost everyone there had been infected with smallpox and died. So heartbroken about their lost love... Er, so heartbroken with the loss of their loved ones, the two decided to blindfold their horses and ride off the cliff to join the tribe on the other side. Sacrifice Cliff is visible from almost anywhere in Billings, so it's sad and a bit spooky to think about this story while the cliff is looming over the entire city. That's just, that one's sad. Nebraska. The Poison Girl at Centennial Hill. While inside... Uh, People claim that there are multiple ghosts roaming the halls. But the creepiest story of Centennial Hall originates in the 1940s when it was used by, uh, to be a high school. The story says that a student was playing her clarinet, suffered a heart attack, and died. Because her reed was poisoned. Now, people claim, in cold, uh, claim to feel cold spots, hear disembodied music, and do a witness an empty rocking chair start to rock. Again, that one's sad. It's little kids, man. Yeah, not a big fan. Nevada. The truth about Area 51. There is perhaps no urban legend, myth, or conspiracy theory more famous than Nevada's Area 51, a mysterious government facility that is rumored to be associated with aliens. The U.S. government officially states that Area 51 is classified due to national security, which only fuels the fire. The secrecy surrounding Area 51 is what makes it inherently creepy, with the government admitting to a program invest, uh, investigating UFOs, the theories about what's actually going on inside to con uh, continue to seem more plausible. New Hampshire, the witch of Hampton, Goody Cole. Eunice Goody Cole was the only woman in New Hampshire history to be tried for witchcraft multiple times. Her first charge was in 1656, and she was charged again in 1671. 
When she died and her body was recovered, the townspeople were rumored to have staked her through the heart to prevent her from haunting their town. People continue to blame Goody Cole for the misfortunes of Hampton citizens for the past 300 years. For example, a boat full of Hampton residents overturned and everyone on board drowned, even though they were swimming uh, they were swimming distance of shore. People blame Goody Cole for the crash and for cursing the passengers by having them forget how to swim. Here's a good one. New Jersey, the Jersey Devil. The story of the Jersey Devil has been around since the 1700s. The legend states that a woman named Mother Leeds became pregnant with her 13th child and said, let this one be a devil. Once the child was born, it grew hooves, wings, horns, and a tail. Now the monster has been spotted periodically throughout history in the Pine Barrens region of New Jersey. The state has embraced the legend so much that they named their hockey team after it. New Mexico, La Mala Hora. I hope I'm saying that right. La Mala Hora, which translates to Evil Hour, or The Evil Hour, is an entity that you don't want to run into on a dark road. Legend says that at first, it appears as a ball of black energy, constantly moving and changing its size and shape. If you look at it, it will drive you insane and will slowly kill you. At other times, it appears as a spooky or a scary looking woman. It's said that if you see her at crossroads, you or someone in your family will die. New York, Cropsy. The story of Cropsy has many iterations, but it generally tells the story of a man who stalked a sleepaway camp, psychiatric facility slash children's hospital, had a hook for a hand and killed children who were wandering alone at night. Every single person who went to camp in upstate New York had heard about Cropsy. Things took a more sinister turn when a documentary eluded that Cropsy was real. Uh, convicted child nap. Oh, okay, so things took a more sinister turn when a documentary stated that a Cropsy was actually real and he was a convicted child kidnapper named Andre Rand. I don't know why that was so hard for me to freaking read, but <laughs> it messed me up for a second. Uh, North Carolina, the Beast of Bladenboro. In 1950s, multiple dogs were found dead and drained of blood in the North Carolina town of Bladenboro. People believed that there was a vampiric beast in the woods, and they tried to hunt the animal. Today, the town of Bladenboro has embraced its history, and residents actually hold a beast fest every year. While some people are convinced the beast was probably a particularly large bobcat, it's never been confirmed exactly what was stalking their town. North Dakota, White Lady Lane. The story of White Lady Lane is a tragic one. The legend states that a young woman became pregnant out of wedlock and her religious parents forced her to marry the father. The baby ended up dying after their wedding. The girl, so upset about her baby, and her forced marriage hanged herself from a bridge in her wedding dress. Locals claim to still see her ghost hanging from the bridge. Ohio, the werewolf of defiance. During the summer of 1972, uh, the people of defiance claimed they were being terrorized by a werewolf. The sightings always happen at night, generally by the train tracks. A couple of women said it would try to get their houses by rattling the doorknobs. The animal was said to be huge, hairy, and dressed in rags. But after summer ended, the beast disappeared. 
never to be heard from again. But the story lingers. Oklahoma, the mysterious shaman's portal. The mysterious occurrences in Beaver Dunes Park have been attributed to the fact that it was built upon ancient Native American burial grounds, which is why it's called the Shaman's Portal. It's also known as the Oklahoma Bermuda Triangle. Mysterious things have happened in the park, starting with the Spanish Spanish conquistadors who went missing while searching for gold in the 1500s. Since then, paranormal activity seekers flocked to the dunes. Some people claim that a UFO crashed there, and a group in the 90s who tested the soil said it was abnormal. Oregon, the bandage man of Canyon Beach. The bandage man, the bandage man is the American version of a mummy. He is rumored to be the ghost of a logger who died in a sawmill accident and now terrorizes teenagers who hang out at a deserted area of a highway near Canyon Beach. Stories say that he knocks on car windows to try and get in. It smells really, really bad. Pennsylvania, the bus to nowhere. In Philadelphia, there's rumored to be a bus that doesn't have an end destination. The story says that the bus only picks up passengers that are on their lowest moments who need to get away from their problems. Once the passenger is ready to face the world, they can get off the bus. But the passenger has no idea how long they've been on the bus for. It could have been hours, days, or even years. Rhode Island, the Devil's Footprints. There is a rock on Devil's Foot. There is a rock on Devil's Foot Road that appears to show a normal human footprint and a cloven hoof. The story goes that a Native American woman murdered a white man and fled to the scene of the crime. <clears throat> While running, she stopped by another man, or she was stopped by another man. She cried out for the devil to save her. When the man admitted that he himself was the devil, and stomped his feet on the ground to prove that he had a cloven hoof, which the rocks still show to this day. That's kind of cool. South Carolina, the death of Julia Laguerre. In, in the 1800s, the Laguerres were a well-to-do Southern or South, Carolini, South Carolinian family that had homes in the mainland and on Adisto Island. The daughter, Julia, got sick, was pronounced dead, and was buried inside their family mausoleum. Years later, another member of the Laguerre family died, and when their tomb was opened up, the remains of Julia were found outside of her coffin. The story says that Julia had been in a coma and had woken up to try to escape her tomb, but sadly died. After the first reopening of the Laguerre mausoleum, the door can't seem to stay shut. The Laguerres tried multiple different doors, and every single time the door was found open. People believe that the ghost of Julia didn't want to be locked in the tomb any longer. South Dakota. Or South Dakota. I don't know if they talk like that too. <laughs> it's always a fun way to say it. South Dakota. Walking Sam in the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation. Purportedly over seven feet tall and very slim, Walking Sam is said to appear on the streets of the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation at night, and he tries to convince teenagers to take their own lives. Whether or not the Walking Sam is real, something tragic is going on at the reservation. From December 2014 to May 2015, there were 103 suicide attempts at Pine Ridge. Holy shit. Yeah, whatever's happening there is not good. 
Tennessee, the boy in the bathroom at Pine Haven School. The Pine Haven School, located in Jamestown, is old and abandoned, and it's said to be haunted. A tragic story supposedly took place there, where a boy was cornered by a group of bullies in the bathroom and shoved into a mirror, which shattered and killed him. To avoid being caught committing murders, or to, to avoid getting caught committing murder, the bullies decided to bury the body underneath the floorboards. Today, people say that if you go inside the school, you can see the reflection of the boy if you look in the mirror. Texas, the Candy Lady. In the early 1900s, children in an unnamed rural town in Texas started to go missing, and the residents blamed it on the Candy Lady. The story says that she would go around leaving candy on children's windows, and eventually she'd lure the kids out with notes attached promising more candy. The story picked up steam when a farmer allegedly found rotten teeth on his farm, and later found the body of a boy with his pockets stuffed with candy. While little is known about the origin of the story, some have speculated the candy lady was real, and that her name is Clara Crane. Utah, the curse of Escalante Petrified Forest. I hope I said that right. While it is illegal to take anything from the Escalante Petrified Forest State Park, there is a legend that says that anyone who takes pieces of petrified wood from the park will be cursed with bad luck, sickness, and accidents. Park manager Kendall Fansworth stated in 2014 that he would get about a dozen packages every year containing a piece of wood from the park and an apologetic letter detailing the sender's misfortunes. Vermont, the Frozen People First appearing in a diary that was published in the late 1800s, the legend of the hibernating old people recounts the tale of a poor family outside of Montpelier who couldn't afford to feed and clothe the oldest members of their family. So they froze the people and buried them. According to the tale, when spring rolled around, when spring rolled around, the elders thawed out and they were just fine. Vermont, or sorry, Virginia, the Bunny Man. The Bunny Man's legend starts with uh, what every good urban legend starts with: an insane asylum. The people of Clifton were so up in arms about the asylum that they were able to get all their patients transferred. The patients were being moved on a bus that crashed, and the police were able to catch all the patients except one, the Bunny Man. According to the tale, the Bunny Man lived in the woods and sustained himself on woodland creatures, like bunnies. But eventually, he attacked humans. Some people report being attacked by a man with a hatchet. Other tales say that groups of teens would see a bright light and then would wind up dead and strung up over the bridge. Washington, Bigfoot. Bigfoot is an internationally recognized name and has been spotted all over the country, but Bigfoot has been spotted the most in Washington state. Bigfoot is essentially a giant ape-like creature who is either a ferocious beast who attacks loggers and hikers or a gentle giant who wants to be left alone. Either way, there's something creepy about an undiscovered species of animal wandering around the Pacific Northwest evading capture. I'll be honest, I, we still get like shitty pictures of this. Dude, there's so many good cameras nowadays on just cell phones. I have no clue if this guy's actually real, how we don't have a decent picture of this guy yet. The next stop is West Virginia with the Mothman. In 1966, stories say that West Virginia was uh, visited by an insectoid flying creature with bright red eyes who resembled both a moth and a man. He was spotted flying around the town of Point Pleasant along with shining lights and the men in black. Mothman 
origins have been claimed as supernatural, alien, or government experience go or experiments gone wrong. But Point Pleasant has embraced the monster, erecting a statue, creating a museum, and even dedicating a festival to him. In 2002, a film starring Richard Gere called The Mothman Prophecies was released. Wisconsin, Boy Scout Lane. The story of what exactly happened at Boy Scout Lane varies, but they all end with the same conclusion. A, boy, a group of Boy Scouts dead on the road. In some stories, there was a bus crash with no survivors, or they were murdered by their bus driver, or they just mysteriously vanished in the woods one by one. Visitors have reported seeing a swinging body in the trees, feeling as though they were being watched, and finding child-sized handprints. Ugh. Again, kids ones. Ugh. I, do, I do not enjoy the kid ones. Wyoming, Devil's Tower. There's no scientific con uh, consensus on why Devil's Rock looks the way it does, but on Native American creation story, oh sorry, but one Native American creation story attributes the landmark's shape to a tragedy. According to the story, a large group of Cheyenne girls were attacked and killed by a bear. Two escaped and found help from two boys, who convinced the girls to act as bait. They climbed to the top of the tower, and the bear tried to follow. The boy shot arrows at the bear, and eventually gave up, leaving scratches all the way down the rock as it slid down. And that's all of them. That was a, a ton of them. Um, some of them were less scary than others. Some of them felt less urban legendy than than others. I think the Northeast does a pretty good job of having like some weird urban legends. Um, it's probably because they were freaking stuck indoors for half the year because of wintertime. But let me know what if, if we missed. I'm sure we missed urban. There's so many urban legends. Please let me know what you guys have for uh, some cool urban legend stories. I love reading them. I love hearing about them. So, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Come back next week for some more scary stories. And as always, remember to face your fears.